Hey everyone, it's your girl Desiree. This episode is entitled Sex Beyond the Physical. I entitled it Sex Beyond the Physical because I believe that sex is more than just physical. We live in a society that we tend to only talk about sex in the context of use protection, as far as STDs and SCIs, and also as far as pregnancy. However, I do believe that this is important to discuss. I don't believe that a lot of times sex is talked about on a more deeper level. And yes, there's a time and a place for everything. Sometimes it is necessary to only focus on the physical. But I want to talk about sex in a way that's beyond the physical. So I have five points that I want to touch on. And I hope that this will be helpful to some people, especially those who are younger and either looking to start having sex or just started having sex. I think it's just really important for us to look at sex as a multidimensional thing. So my first point is that sex is a bond. I believe that sex is a bond that joins you with another person. In this context, I'm talking about men and women. So because that's, you know, I'm a woman and I'm attracted to men and I'm going to talk from my experience. (laughs) I know there are some people who are in different lifestyles, but on this show, I want to focus on um, heterosexual relationships because that's what I understand. That's what I know. And that's the lifestyle that I live in, live among. That's the lifestyle that I am a part of. So sex is a bond between a man and a woman. It binds you together. It joins you together. And a lot of times you may not understand how strong that bond can be, especially when you may be that type of person where you don't feel as if you get attached to people easily. You feel as if you can just have sex with people. I don't really feel any attachment to them, but that doesn't mean that there's not a bond still being created between you and that other person. So I think it's really important to think about that because a lot of times we can bind ourselves to people and we really aren't aware of who they are, what their intentions are, where they have come from and their past, where their goal what their goals are and where they are currently going. And we're just binding ourselves to another person because we're basing it only on the physical. Okay, he is attractive to me or she is attractive to me. And we're just not thinking beyond that. Yes, we may also think, okay, I like them. I guess I, I like them. They, we have a good vibe together. But it has to be even deeper than that because you can have a, like, I could meet a man and we could have a really, really great vibe and have sex and everything could be cool. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we should have bind ourselves together in that way. Maybe we should have just remained cordial or we should have just remained platonic. So a lot of times we can cross over to a sexual, um, experience with somebody who we probably should not have crossover with them, not because they're necessarily a bad person, but because it's just not the right time or it's not the the, the best combination to to create. And, and it can cause a lot of heartache and pain for some people because once they realize that this is not the person that I should have made a bond with, they've already made that bond with that person. So you can't you can't um, go back and change it. Now you can weaken the bond over time. You can, you know, slowly, you know, remove yourself from this person over time. But I think that's much harder than avoiding the bond in the first place. And there's other ways to to create a bond with people. Like I have a bond with my my close friend. I have a bond with family. You know, 
that you don't have to necessarily have sex with somebody to create a bond. And sometimes, especially when you're young, especially for girls, you may feel as if you have to take that next step and have sex with a person in order to prove to them or to prove to yourself that I love you or I, I, I love them. And um, it's not nearly necessary. So I think it's just really important to think about that and really just take your time. Just take your time. That's the best advice that I could give. Um, just take your time and really get to know people. It's so easy to rush. It's so easy to move fast, especially when you're desperate for love, when you're desperate for a relationship, when you're desperate for validation. It's really, really easy to jump and it's easy, you know, all you have to do is just lay down with each other or you got to kind of, okay, cool, let's let's do this. You know, it's easy to do that. It's more challenging to take your time and to actually get to know people and to see what they like, what they don't like. Like I said, where they come from, where they're going, their goals, where they are now, what are their morals and values, do they line up with minds? That takes more effort, that takes more time, it takes more discipline. And a lot of times we don't want to do that or we don't know how to do that. So we just jump straight into the sex. And like I said, once we realize that this is not probably the best relationship that I should be in, we've already created that bond with the person. So it's really, really important, in my opinion, to make sure that you just take your time. Um, the second point is that sex is a transfer of energy. So I believe that, like I said, sex is not just a physical thing. And I believe that it's also emotional, mental, and spiritual. So when you're having sex with somebody, like if I'm having sex with a man, you know, I'm taking on, you know, the energy and the spiritual aspects of him and he's taking on with me. I think women, I think women, we take on even more because we are on the receiving end and men are more on the giving end. And I believe that that's not just physically, but that's also emotionally mentally and spiritually so I, I believe that that's why a lot of times you'll see much more ramifications happening with women and not so much with men and that's not just because oh men are less emotional than women that's not necessarily true i think that men are just as emotional as women they just express their emotions in different ways i'm so sorry about the noise i live in new york city <laughs> it's just okay <laughs> but i'm just gonna keep going but um yeah i just believe that men they just express their emotions differently oh they may not experience them in the same way, which I think is good because it brings balance. Women express things differently. Men express things differently. Men perceive things differently. Women perceive things differently. I think it's really important to have those differences. And also we do have similarities, but I believe that men and women are different, not just on a physical level. So I believe because of that, women tend to have different experiences when it comes to sex, not just because all oh, women are just more emotional and women are just in their feelings. I think it's also because women, we tend to take on much more just because of the way that we are created mentally, emotionally, and spiritually and physically. So that's just something that I believe in. And I think that it's just really important, especially for women, men too, because I think that men should be selective as well with who they have sex with. But I think especially for women, not just because society says so, but also for your own personal safety beyond like I said just the STDs and all that that's that's we already know about that but I'm talking about as far as your emotional mental and spiritual health I think that it's really important to make sure that the man that you're going to be laying with is somebody that really has your best interest at heart and even beyond that because he may have your best interest but he may not be in the best place so he may say oh I really love her I really care about her whatever but he's 
transferring a lot of negative energy because of where he is. And the same thing for a woman. Because there are times when I might not be in the best place emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and I'm not out here to get a guy or whatever, but I may be still transferring that negative energy to him because that's just where I am. So I think it's just really important to not only know where they are, but to also know where you are, right? Because sex is not just about they transferring negative energy to me. You could also be transferring negative energy to them, or it could be a two-way street. A lot of times we tend to only focus on the other person and what they're doing to us and they're this and they're that, but we don't want to focus on ourselves. We all have toxic aspects of ourselves. Some of us have more of it than others for various reasons, but we all have toxic aspects to us. We all have things that we need to work on. And those things can become and usually become much more magnified and much more um, detrimental when sex is involved because I believe that sex is a powerful thing and it can really um it can really shake things up so i think it's really important to know yourself know who you are and know who that other person is and that takes time and that's why i was saying like in the first point where i was saying sex is a bond where i think it's important to take our time when we rush a lot of times we rush we have sex when we're not ready to have sex either with that person or just in general and we don't even know who we are and then we're like joining ourselves with people and before you know it you've you have all this different energy from different people and you don't know why you're feeling the way you're feeling you're going through things you're going through because you're joining yourself to different people and before you know it it's like oh maybe I shouldn't do that right so I think it's important to Really just understand that, in my opinion, sex is a transfer of energy and you want to make sure that you really know what you're getting yourself into. The third point is sex can awaken things before it's time. (laughs) So I remember growing up in church, I used to always hear in the Bible and even in my adult life as well, do not awaken love before it's time. I believe it's in like Ecclesiastes or something like that. So it's basically a lot of times we awaken things before it's time for it to be awakened and we can cause more damage than good when we don't actually allow things to manifest and unfold in its natural sense that doesn't mean that we just sit back and we just you know let whatever happens happens and just let it flow we do nothing of course there is some action on our part that needs to be taken but at the same time, we need to have balance and everything. Sometimes we can sit back and be too lazy and expect that things are going to manifest without us doing anything. But then we could be on the other extreme where we're just kind of just rushing and jumping into things and doing things too soon. And it can cause pain. Um, I've been in you know, situations before you know, where I've dated and I wasn't ready for that level of love. I wasn't ready for that level of, 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 of attachment. And it fell apart because I wasn't ready. And it caused a lot more pain because you're trying to force something instead of allowing it to, to unfold. And, it, it, and, it's, and it's difficult sometimes, especially for women, because you're thinking, well, you know, I want to be in a committed relationship or I want to get married or I want to do this, I want to do that. And you're trying to rush things. You may not actively tell the guy come on let's hurry up but but your actions are showing it you know your energy is showing it you're just in a in a fear mode and it's not really truly love because when you're truly standing in love and you're standing in power you're not standing in fear so when fear is a driving force behind it it can cause you to jump much sooner than you 
should because you're like, well, I have to hurry up and do this. You know, I don't want to lose out on this guy. I don't want to lose out on this situation. And then you actually caught, you actually push the guy away. You actually can mess up the situation. And I'm not saying it's just you because it, it's usually a two-way street, but it, it's important to really understand what is your driving force behind why you're doing the things that you're doing when you're dating and when you're in a relationship with somebody. And when I say in a relationship, I don't mean just commitment. I mean, even pre-commitment, right? What is really the driving force? Is it fear or is it love? Is it calmness and is it stillness? And is it confidence in knowing that I really want to be with this person? However, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to be at peace. I'm going to allow time to reveal this person to me and also reveal myself because right because a relationship is also a reflection it's also a mirror so that you can see yourself I'm going to allow time to do that versus I'm I'm afraid you know I don't want to be alone you know I'm getting old especially as a woman I you know I'm getting old you know I gotta move fast and then you end up um, either scaring the guy away or you could actually attract the wrong type of people who take advantage of that same thing for men. You know, some men jump and they start doing all these extra things just to prove something to a woman and the woman takes advantage of him if it's like the wrong type of woman or he can actually push away a woman because he's coming on too strong and too aggressive because women, you know, we like when a man is assertive and confident, but when it's too much and you're just in a woman's face and you're just so constant, 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 and it comes off like a really desperate thing, that can be a very big turnoff because it's like, why is this guy so desperate just to get into a relationship why is he so desperate so we have to we have to make sure that we're not moving too fast and and I guess this all kind of just keeps tying into taking your time <laughs> but you don't want to awaken love before it's time people sometimes they get married too soon they have sex too soon they have children too soon they buy a house too soon I mean it happens in so many different areas of life it's not just sex but for this episode where I'm focusing on sex, a lot of times if we had taken our time before we've had sex with people, we would have realized that we should have never had sex with them in the first place. And I'm not just talking about in a context of, oh, they were like bad to you and they broke your heart, but even in the context of they weren't a bad person, but you just awaken love before it's time. Like, like, like I was saying earlier, you awakened this connection before it's time. Sex takes things to another level that a lot of times you may not even be ready for. They may not be ready for. You both may not be ready for. And the minute that you do that, all of a sudden now you're arguing more. Things are awkward. Or maybe that's when you really start getting aggressive and really start getting desperate because now you're like, well, where is this going now? Because we've already had sex. Like, what's, what's happening? So you really want to just not do that and really take your time. And sometimes people say, well, how do I know when this is the right time to have sex? I think that it's really just important that you just take your time. That's all I can say. Because even if you get married first, because I used to say, well, you know, you need to get married first, you know, because that's how I was raised, get married first. But like I said, you can still marry the wrong person. You can still marry too soon. So I think that you really have to, once again, get to know yourself, understand your morals and values, understand their morals and values, make sure that you really understand who they are, understand who you are, and make sure it's aligned. And make sure that that is going to be like the foundation and move forward from there. Because you have people who are religious and they do believe that you should wait until marriage, but they didn't. They had sex before they got married. They got married shortly after. They've been married for 50 years. They've been married for 40 years. And they they still do follow the morals and values and the religion that they're in. So I can't say 
to people do this and do that because I don't know their situation. But what I can say from experience is that you should not go against what you believe. I tell you, I can tell you that you will always fail in the end. Not well, I shouldn't say always. That's not that's not true. You will not always fail in the end. Because like I said, these two people, like the example I gave, they did go against that and it, it still worked for them. But I'm saying like for a lot of other people, that might not happen. So I think the safest thing to do is to stick to who you are and what you believe in rather than compromising those important things just so you can have somebody because a lot of times you will regret it in the end because you lose yourself. You lose yourself. Now, if you both are compromising, that sounds actually the situation I gave is a different situation. It's like they both believe in God and they both believe that they should wait, but they both didn't wait. And then they both were like, okay, we didn't wait. We messed up. Let's get married now. That's a different situation than I believe in God. I think that I should wait till marriage. He doesn't. I compromise. I do it anyway. That usually doesn't work because usually what happens is the guy doesn't just automatically start, to, you know, becoming religious now. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, let's get married now because I know that, you know, it was important to you to wait till marriage. So let, let me marry you now. Like, it usually doesn't happen. So and I think the hardest part, too, is that he he might also feel like. Why did she go against her morals and values for me? And then the other side, the guy might think, the girl might, the woman might think, why did he go against his morals and values for me? So you just want to really be careful with that. And I'm telling you, like, it's 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 easier said than done. It's so easy to compromise the things that you shouldn't compromise on to be with somebody. It's so easy to do. I've done it many times. So that's why I can speak from experience because a lot of people will act like they're just so above that. Like, oh, I have high standards and I just wouldn't do that. Nobody, I'm not this and I'm not that. And, you know, they just kind of brag. And it's just amazing to me that as humans, we can be like that because time and time and time again, we've always proven wrong that each one of us can fail. Each one of us can fall. Each one of us can go against what we said we would never do. So we always, yes, we should be confident. Yes, we should be secure in ourselves and be able to speak with conviction. But I think we should also be humble in that and understand that, you know, I'm human and I can still fall and I need to make sure that I put measures in place to make sure that I protect my space. I protect myself. So that I don't fall and rather than thinking that I can never fall because that's not true. Anybody can fall. You can be the person with the highest standards and find yourself laid up with somebody and you're just like, how did this happen? <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. I've even seen it with people that I looked up to and I'm like, wow, this woman has just high, high standards. I know she would never compromise. I admire her. You know, you being a woman that's probably struggling with that and then you see her fall and you're like, wow, like. And it doesn't make me lose respect for her because it's like, I understand human nature, but it makes me realize, wow, even the strongest people can still fall because we're human. And so we have to protect ourselves. We have to make sure that we are not putting ourselves in situations that we can fall in. So if you're really not trying to have sex, then it's probably best not to be in the bed with somebody. If you're trying not to have sex, maybe it's best not to be going over to the house Right. And if you are, maybe you should stay in the living room and make sure that you don't lay up with them, like trying to kiss up on them and stuff. Because, I mean, we're sexual, you know, we're sexual, we're sexual beings and it's and it's normal and it's natural. But it's like it's nothing wrong with sex. You know, that's 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 really what I'm trying to get to. There's nothing wrong with it. But we have to understand what we're really dealing with. I remember years ago, 
somebody was mentioning sex as a fire. It's like a fire. We need fire. Fire is important. But when fire gets out of control, it can be very destructive. We've seen what happened, what's happening actually still in Australia, all the millions of animals that have died, the people that have died. Thank goodness a lot of people haven't died as much as, as, as it could have been. The homes are destroyed. The landscape is destroyed. The the environment is destroyed. It's just really, really sad what's happening out there. So fire, yes, it can be good. We need it. We need to keep warm. You know, we need it for energy. We need fire for so many different reasons. But when it gets out of control, it can be extremely destructive. It can be extremely deadly. And that's how sex is. Sex in itself is not a bad thing. But when it's not contained and it's not... um when it gets out of control and out of the wrong context, then it can be really destructive. And we've seen that in society, especially now with the breakdown of the family, breakdown of um, even with uh, social media makes it harder now because there's so much more access to sex and to sexual, um, I wouldn't say sexual activity, but sexual, I guess, suggest sexual suggestive things. You know, now you can practically sell sex on Instagram and you know <laughs> you can practically sell it I mean I mean you're not on there actually having sex but the way that you dress and the things that you say and things that you do you can practically sell sex on there you can make really good money selling sex because sex um, like they said you don't have to sell sex you don't have to sell sex it sells itself right so sex is a million multi-billion dollar industry and there are a lot of people who either they're they're maybe children or they may be teenagers and they may not be able to fully comprehend how serious sex is or they may just be adults who are not in the best place as far as um knowing who they are and then they are influenced by that and then they go out and then they have sex and they don't really realize what they're really doing and it's not until they come out of that that they realize, wow, like this is much deeper than I thought. Why am I having these emotions? Why am I going through these experiences? I didn't think that it would be this deep. So that's the main, the main reason why I wanted to, to talk about this. I think it's really important to talk about it. Um, so I'm going to take a little break. <laughs> I think it's good to take a little break, you know, and then come back. And then I have these two other points that I want to talk about. And then we will get back into the topic about sex is beyond the physical. So I'll be back. Hey, everybody. It's your girl Desiree. I am back with the rest of the episode. I wanted to mention a few points that I thought about as far as the last uh, point that I was talking, that I was touching on, the one that sex can awaken things before it's time. I also thought about the fact that another reason why it's good to take your time having sex with somebody is because then you don't have to reveal as much about yourself as soon as you would have had to if you had sex with them, right? So there may be certain things about yourself that you now find yourself having to reveal for your own well-being and for their own well-being just because of the fact that now you're having sex with them. You might be bringing them into your house, they're bringing you into their house, you know, just it's just things that probably weren't necessary to happen so soon. But now that sex is involved, it's definitely exposing you to other things that you probably wouldn't be exposed to. And so, for example, you know, I might meet a guy and, you know, because we're going to have sex, it's like, well, he, I'm going to be at his house, he's going to be at my house. But it's like, I don't know him well. So now it's like I'm exposing myself 
and making myself vulnerable, not just sexually, but physically, emotionally, mentally to somebody in ways that I wouldn't have to have done if I had taken my time. We hanging out mostly outside, you know, like just doing other activities. And then maybe after three, four months, I may realize I don't really want to actually be with this person in that type of way. And that's okay, right? You might still be sad. He might still be a little sad, but it's not as detrimental as, man, I had this person up at my house. You know, I've had sex with them. My kids already met them. I've already revealed these things about myself to them. So it's. I think it, it also allows you to take your time because then if you don't reveal certain things to them because you are having sex with them, it can come off as deceptive and it can cause a lot of other issues as well. So, you know, it's it's really, it's really um, another reason why I, I believe that sex can awaken things before it's time. And another point that I was thinking of is when you take your time not trying to awaken things too soon, it also minimizes the hurt that you can cause to the other person, right? So sometimes it even happens in marriages where people cheat, you know, they, 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 um, you know, clearly they're, I mean, well, there's different types of cheating. There are people who take their time to get to know somebody else and then they cheat. But say like in the context of this, where they rush into it, it's like, okay, now you, if you have really sat there and actually thought about what you were going to do before you did it, I think maybe you would have thought twice about it. Maybe, maybe, you know, everybody's different. Maybe, right. Well, because you just jumped into it based on the emotions you had at that moment. Now you've caused pain, um, not just to your spouse, possibly even to the other person that you cheated with, to yourself. To you. It can get really messy. So sometimes we jump into things because we don't really, we're just going off of the emotion of the moment. Or maybe we're depressed or we're going through things and we just jump into sex. Sex can be a way to cover up a lot of things. And we can cause a lot of pain to other people as well. Like I said in the first segment, that it's not just about what people are doing to us. It's also about what we do to other people. And I think there have been times when I have also hurt other people because I rushed too fast into something. And I was like, well, you know, I probably should have taken my time. I probably should have did things the right way. If I hadn't rushed so fast, I probably wouldn't have heard him in this way. So I think it's really important to, once again, like, <laughs> like I was saying, I think everything is just time back to time, but taking your time and that will really help a lot of the 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 process of getting to know people. So the fourth point I have here is that sex can cause confusion in an unstable foundation. So when you move into a sexual um, experience with somebody, if you haven't already got to know them, know yourself, you haven't actually built a very strong non-sexual bond with this person, there's not a, a deep level of love and respect um, and honor for this person. If you're a man and you don't cherish her yet, you don't adore her yet. She's not like, well, that's my baby girl. You know, like you don't see it that way yet. And you just kind of jump into things. It can cause a lot of confusion. Like I mentioned briefly before, especially for women, you could say, well, well, where are things going now? You start, you start getting nervous, like, well, well, you know, or, or you may start to feel like, well, well, he says that he, he's not ready for a relationship, but you know, we're going out, we're doing all these things, we're having sex. Like, I don't understand. How is he saying that he's not ready for a committed relationship when we're doing all these things? So it can really cause a lot of confusion. But if you weren't having sex with him, you probably wouldn't feel the same way. You know, I highly doubt if you now 
granted, if it's been six months and you guys are just going out and eating together and just hanging out and he still hasn't actually be his girlfriend, yeah, I can see the, the level of confusion there. But if it's only been like two, three months and you're like, um, and you guys haven't actually discussed the relationship together, then he does he's not looking for a relationship with you. It's just that simple. You know, it usually doesn't take that long for a guy to say, you know, you're my girlfriend. Or, you know, we were in this together. You're mine. I'm yours. It usually doesn't take that long. Of course, you know, it's a red flag. Usually if somebody's asked you like in the first week, you don't even know this person. But I think if it's like maybe four or five months, I think everybody's different. People are willing to wait longer than other people. But I think once it hits like four or five months, it's like, okay, we've been seeing each other every week now. I can see like if you're not seeing each other regularly, but you're seeing each other every week now. Okay, I can see the confusion. Like, okay, what's happening here? But when you start having sex, you're seeing each other all the time, you're doing all these things together, and you're just like, well, what's happening here? And to him, it's just like, well, I'm just having sex, and I'm just hanging out, and we're just going out to eat, and we're just having fun, and I like you. I don't see you as my girlfriend, or I don't see you as somebody I want to marry, but we're having fun. But for you, it's like, well, this is not what I wanted, but see, that's the thing. You've already started having sex with him, and that's not what you wanted, but you've already kind of signed up for it. So it's really, like I said, it can create a lot of heartache and pain and confusion. Confusion. You can create a lot of confusion. Uh, Also for men too. Sometimes as women, we are going through things in our lives that we have not worked through. A lot of insecurities, a lot of fears, a lot of trust issues. And we're having sex with a guy. And I've experienced that where it's like, and that's something that I'm learning to overcome now where it's you're, you you feel like you want to be open to love and you want to be vulnerable, but then you're, you have so many walls and you're just really closed off because of experiences that you've had in your life. And that can be really confusing if you add sex into that. Cause he's like, okay, well she's having sex with me. She's laying up with me. She's doing all these things to me. Like I thought she liked me, you know, like we talk every day, you know, whatever. And Sometimes she's like pulling back. She doesn't want to talk to me. Like she's acting funny. Like I don't, you know, like to him, it's like confusing too. Cause like, well, what's happening here? Like, are we together? Are we not? Like, do you love me? Do you not love me? Like, do you trust me? Do you not trust me? It can become really confusing for a guy because it's like, well, what's happening here? And then he might get rid of you because in his mind, he's thinking, well, I can't keep going back and forth with you. It's like, it's either you want to be with me or you don't. Say that if sex wasn't involved, it probably wouldn't be as confusing to him. It may still be to an extent because, I mean, if you're his girlfriend or if you're his wife, right? But when the sex is involved, I think it makes it even more confusing because it's like every time he lays with you, he's binding himself with you. He's connecting with you. He's like, well, you know, because it's not just physical for him because he really, really actually has love for you. So it's like, wow, I really, really, you know, I really care about her. I really love her. So it's like, dang, you know, now all of a sudden she's pulling back again. Like, you know, and then he you know, has sex with you and he lays up with you and it's like, oh, you know. All kissy, 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 kissy. Oh, it feels good. Uh, you know how sex goes. And then it's like, oh, here she goes. She's pulling back again. You know, so it gets really confusing even for men because they're like, well, what do you want? Like, do you want to be with me or do you not? Like, do you want to do this or do you not want to do this? So that can be another thing too that sex can cause a lot of confusion because of what's going on inside of us and also what's going on inside of the relationship. The relationship itself is not clear. Like, it's not clear to you where you stand with that person. Like, okay, I'm your girlfriend. You're my boyfriend. I'm your boyfriend. You're my girlfriend. We're married or we're not together yet. 
as far as commitment, but that's what we're moving towards, or we don't want a commitment and we're both fine with that, whatever it is that you've agreed on, if it's not clear, that is already a problem. And then you add sex to that, it's like, whoa, like now it's really confusing because it's like, what? We don't know what's going on here. So that's what I mean by sex can cause confusion in an unstable foundation. Also, if you are unstable within yourself, you don't really know who you are. Like I mentioned, if you are dealing with trust issues, you have walls up, you've maybe dealt with some type of trauma in your life and you haven't worked through that, that can also cause a lot of confusion when sex is involved as well because you know you're you're having sex with this person, you're getting so close to them, you're binding with them, but then you're also having all these emotions and all these fears and all these anxiety and depression or whatever you're dealing with, and that's like magnified because of the sex. So I think that you really want to make sure that you are clear with the type of relationship that you're in and also the type of relationship that you want, and you also want to be clear with where you are at and where the other person is at. If I'm not in a good place right now, you're not in a good place right now, then we need to be aware of that. That doesn't mean that you have to necessarily break up. I mean, you may be in a marriage, so what are you going to do? So that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to break up. It just probably means that you need to work through some things individually and also collectively. Okay, this is what I'm going through. This is what you're going through. Or maybe you're just going through stuff and I'm okay or vice versa or whatever it is. But like, we got to work on this because if we don't, this is going to become a problem. Because then you're going to be in this tug of war type of thing or you're going to be like in this dance where you know, you're going in and you're coming out, you're going in and you're coming out. And that can cause a relationship to, to, um, become very tumultuous. So you want to, you want to work on that. You want to make sure that you know what's going on with you and the other person. You also want to make sure that you know where the relationship is going. And the last point is that sex can create emotional and mental issues when not in the proper context. So as I mentioned, a few times, sex, in my opinion, is not just physical, hence the name beyond sex beyond the physical. So I believe that sometimes depression, anxiety, different um, emotional and mental concerns can come out of sex if sex is not in the right context. So say, for example, like I was mentioning, if the relationship is not clear, so you're like, well, I don't really know where this is going. You know, they're saying they're saying they want to be in a community relationship one day, but I don't see I don't see it happening and we're we're having sex and it's confusing. Like, what? Or they're saying, excuse me, they're saying that they're single, but I'm seeing other things going on and we're having sex. So I'm like, wait, wait, what, what's happening here? Like at least if I wasn't having sex, I could just cut them off or whatever. But now that I've I'm so attached to them, I don't really know what's what's really happening. And that can create a lot of anxiety, that can create a lot of like um, sadness, anger, rage. It can make you, you know how sometimes they say, oh, she's acting crazy. I remember I was watching Zaza Ali on YouTube one time and she was talking about sex and she was saying that sometimes women, I don't want to misquote her because I don't really actually have what she's actually, what she actually said in front of me, but she was basically talking about how like sometimes when women have sex in the wrong context, especially like when they have sex with somebody that they know they shouldn't really be having sex with, it can create like a sense of like uneasiness in them. And that can be like where it's like, oh, she's acting crazy because it's like this war that's happening in her spirit. Like, uh, you know, I know I shouldn't really be in this situation, but this is what I'm doing. And um, yeah, that can be when people become unstable, right? And it, they say, oh, she, he's acting crazy. She's a, so a lot of times it's just really instability. The person is unstable, unstable, 
And it doesn't mean that they're crazy. It just means that they're, they're just, they have a war going on inside of them. And that's something that they need to work on. But sometimes they can't work on it while remaining in that relationship because the relationship is toxic. So they have to remove themselves from that relationship or at least maybe take the sex out of it, which can be difficult because once you start it, you can't really, it's really hard to stop. <laughs> you know, the other person may be like, well, I don't want to not have sex with you. You can, can't, if you stop this, if you stop the sex, you may end the relationship. If it's a marriage, you may have to have a discussion and say, hey, maybe we should take a break from sex for like a month or so and work through what we need to work through and then we can go back to it, right? That's why it's important to marry the right person because you marry somebody mature enough and you're on the same level, then they will probably agree and say, yes, you're right. Let's take a little break on that. Not so we can go have sex with other people, but so we can work on the stuff that we need to work on within ourselves, individually and collectively, and then we can get back to the sex because right now we're not we're both not in a good place for us to be having sex because it's causing um, some emotional and some mental concerns here for us. So maybe a woman just had a baby and she's going through postpartum depression or maybe not even just postpartum depression, but she's just tired. She's in pain. Yes, of course, there's a physical time limit where she needs to wait till she has sex. But beyond even just that, she may even be past that, but she may be going through like emotional stuff where it's like, man, you know, like, you know, I'm a mother now, I'm stressed, I don't really know this, this, and that. And then it's like maybe having sex with her, 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 um, the father of the child may cause even more emotional stress on her because it's, I mean, in some cases it can help, but in some cases, if she really is not in the best place, it may not be the best thing for her. And if that man is really on the same energy is heard and he'll understand that and he'll say okay maybe there's something else she needs right now so let me make sure that I seek to to give her what it is that she needs right now and then we can get back to the flow of sex and enjoying sex right because sometimes there is a time to take a break from that and focus on the relationship focus on maybe the the new child or maybe there's a sickness in the relationship going on and we need to focus on that instead of focusing on sex so you need to have the right context. And it's even though sex is important, it's not always about sex in relationships. There needs to be other aspects of the relationship going on. If it's just about sex, it's not going to stand. You need to make sure that there's more to it than just sex. And that's why it's also important, like I mentioned, to take your time. Because a lot of times if you don't take your time, you don't build a foundation first. And then you just start sex, having sex. And then it just becomes, of course, it's never just, it's usually never like only about sex. You know, even even if even in prostitution, it's not only about sex; it's about money too. So I think in every situation, it's never like completely only about sex. But you don't want sex to be the main driving force. You want it to just be an aspect that's like kind of like icing on the cake. You know, you got the cake, and you got the you got the emotional stuff, the mental stuff. You know, we get along with this, we get along with that, we agree with this, we agree with that. We understand each other on this level, blah, 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 you know. And then the sex is kind of on the top, you know. It's kind of it's kind of solidifies everything together, kind of brings everything together, as opposed to most of it being about sex. And I think that that's something that needs to also be discussed. Yes, yeah, sex is a, it's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. But we've made so many things about just sex. As women, especially women, we're not just sexual, we're just not sexual beings. We're also mental, emotional, and phys- 
physical. And when I say physical, I don't just mean sexual. I mean physical, like we, yes, we have breasts, we have a vagina, we have all these things, but that's not just for sex. It's also to produce a child. It's also a beautiful thing. It looks nice. <laughs> it's nice to have some boobies, you know, like it's nice to have a, a little booty, a little shape, you know, it's nice to have that. We have these things. Yes, it attracts a man and it, and it sexually stimulates him. But it's not just for that. You know, we also have other parts to us. We have our mind. And actually, our mind is the most powerful thing that we should be using as women. Because everything starts in the mind. Everything starts in the mind. Everything starts in the mind. And like I've heard a few women say, you need to have a mouthpiece. Not the mouthpiece for sex. Not just that. But also a mouthpiece. You need to know how to speak to people. You need to know how to how to use your words. You need to know how to think. You need to, you need to know how to basically um i don't know as women we could be a force to, we're a force to be reckoned with basically if we really know who we are and the same thing with men men tend to not struggle with this as much because men are usually taught from an early age not always but a lot of times they're kind of pushed to get to know who they are to speak up for themselves to know this is what i want and to say what i want and to be firm in that but women we tend to um from an early age be taught that we need to just go along with this and go along with that and not speak up and kind of just fall by the wayside. And some of us get the short end of the stick because of that. So I think that really focusing on your mind, especially as a woman is really, really important. Make sure you have your mind right. And that's something that I've been working on. Make sure your mindset is right because everything is mindset. You know, you can talk all day long about how, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that when it comes to sex. So I'm not going to, kind of like I was talking about before, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. But if your mind is not right, you know, you're, 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 you're eventually your body is going to follow. Eventually your body is going to follow. And, and, and we see women that are beautiful, beautiful bodies, beautiful face, beautiful everything. And they still find themselves in sexual experiences that are very toxic. And they find themselves in very hurtful experiences. So even if you're beautiful, that doesn't, that isn't, um, or intelligent because you have a college degree and you speak eloquently and you speak, you use articulation, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make you immune to that either. And I think it's really important. You need to know who you are. You need to know who you are and you need to make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into. And I hope that this episode is going to be helpful for some people, especially those who are younger. And I let me know how you like the episode. If you want me to talk about sex more, I don't have any problem talking about sex more. Um, I think it's important to talk about. And I will be looking forward to a new episode to share with you ladies and gents. So take care and I hope that you are continuing to enjoy the new year and that this year will bring you peace and joy and new beginnings. So until next time, bye.